Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant Raven Read With Me. My name is Tessa, and I'll be your host, and this week's book is Creed by Kristen Ashley. Okay, so this is a second chance romance book, if I was going to put it in a category. Um, I really like this book. This is a five-star read for me. It is a book with a, like, 20-year, about a 20, like, yeah, like a 20-year separation, though. So it's, it's a little tough. So anyways, our hero's name is Creed, and our heroine's name is Sylvie. She's a badass. Just put that out there. Creed and Sylvie were best friends growing up. His mom was an alcoholic after his dad died, and he, they were poor. She came from a rich family, but they, like, very dis- dysfunctional, horrible family. Like, her stepmom was awful. Her dad was just awful. All she had was Creed, essentially. So they were best friends growing up, and they, I think Creed is five years older than her, I think. I could be wrong. Anyways, he's older than her. Whatever. So, she obviously starts having feelings for him before he has feelings for her because he's older than her. And But they're still best friends and he always gets her a uh, Perry Dot necklace for her birthday. So, when she finally things come for her head when she's 17 and they start dating. But he refuses to sleep with her because she's not of age and he won't do that. So, they kiss and stuff but they won't he won't take it further like he won't take it further at all and until she's legal but they are together and they keep it a secret so on her 18th birthday they end up sleeping together she they're supposed to run away together she takes off to tell her like her dad or whatever and that she's leaving she's not coming back and then she's supposed to meet Creed at their dock well Creed's not there and she he pretty much ghosts her or she thinks he ghosts her and he she doesn't see him again until present time okay so President Sylvie is working for a guy named Knight and she's pretty and he pretty much like protects um sex workers, strippers, that type of thing. You know, he provides protection for them so they don't get roughed up and hurt by Johns and pimps and all that kind of stuff. And Sylvie works for him. Well, they started work someone was feeding intel on his girl, so he contracted another outside source to help with help Sylvie figure it out it was Creed Knight didn't know this or he probably he wouldn't have hired him he even asked Sylvie if she'd be okay with this okay so in Creed's mind like he's so excited to see Sylvie but he thought she would be happy married and whatever by now okay so it all comes to a head because you find out that he so like they had dreams of being together forever right and of what they would name their kids and stuff well he got married and he had a couple kids and they're talking and you find out that he named his kids the names she picked out that they decided they were gonna name their kids right yeah so Kara and Bran that's what she wanted to name her kids and she finds out and it's like totally devastating and she like beats the holy living shit out of him like it was intense right and so he's trying to explain why he did it and she doesn't really want to listen to him and uh they end up having sex and she tells him that this is all that's going to be friends with benefits okay so in his mind like i'm going to tell the story not how it goes in order in the book but kind of how it goes in order with history okay so creed didn't really ghost her what happened was her dad kidnapped him when they found out about their plans and he held him captive in a shack where he had him like 
bolted down with chains and he tried to kill him with a knife it didn't work i mean like he's like threatening him and he refused he keeps on telling saying let her go let her go and he says never 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 well he finally says okay because the dad makes him believe that she's moving on with this other dude which i mean he hasn't been gone that long so i'm not sure why he thought probably because he's delirious from being dehydrated but he finally gives in because they bring in a girl, a teenage girl that looks just like Sylvie, and they rape her multiple times in front of him and, like, forced him to watch. Like, they kept his eyes open the whole time. Like, they just raped this girl multiple times. It was super heartbreaking. So he says, promise me she'll be happy and she'll have a good life. And he says, I promise. And then she, he says, fine, I'll leave. So he left thinking that she was going to marry this dude, whatever and that she'd be happy and that it'd be okay so it like totally killed him but he couldn't let her hurt like let her dad hurt her and he even said like i'm rich i know i my hands know no bounds and i will find you guys even if you run away with her if you escape this okay well come to find out obviously that's not what happened sylvie's dad was into drugs and he owed a lot of money to the local drug dealer so he sold so sylvie to essentially gave sylvie to the drug dealer to wipe his debt clean so sylvie was like raped and beat and hurt like for five years i think it was maybe longer maybe a little bit longer anyways and so she lets him know that's what happened okay so he doesn't know what went down but that's kind of what happened and sylvie got away because she finally killed the guy and then she met with knight and now she is pretty much this woman that doesn't want anything like that to ever happen to another woman so she is doing her part to protect the women that of the streets essentially so back to the kid names okay so now that you know why creed left he tells sylvie he named those kids those names because if he couldn't have her he would have that part of her so that every time he said their names he would have her with him and I'm sorry, but I couldn't hate him for it, you guys. I couldn't hate him for it. Like, it just proved, like, it was a totally shitty thing to do. Like, he never thought he'd see her again. But it was a shitty thing to do to his wife, obviously. And it broke my heart for her. But, I mean, like, to love her that much, I mean, I couldn't be mad at him. I couldn't. So, anyways, he tells her that, whatever. She He also has a tattoo on his back of their doc with her name written in flowers on her back his back so i mean his wife can't be that delusional so anyways um they're sleeping together they're working together they're doing their thing um he starts kind of telling her a little bit she confesses what happens to her he is completely beside himself and upset guilt-ridden that he wasn't that he left her to that and she tells him and it was so heartbreaking she tells him that she just knew he was going to come back for him kept waiting for him to come back because you because he wouldn't leave her and She's so lost in this memory that she, and she tells him, you know, it's not, it's not your fault. I'm not blaming you and stuff, but he hates himself for that. He hates himself for that. So in his mind, he's like, I got to make this up to her. I got to get all of her dreams to come true, you know? So they're working together. And like I said, they're working together, they're sleeping together. And then he kind of starts confessing everything that happened. And that's when she forgives him because I mean, how could she not forgive him? And she's so mad that this happened and they stole all this time from each other. So, um, she ends up meeting the kids and stuff and he lives in a different state and so she does tell him that she will move there you know because his kids are there and everything and he says if she moves there that she, that he will like do everything and anything to make her all of her dreams come true and that he'll be like the best husband and ever everything you know 
And so she moves there and, uh, well, okay, sorry. She visits there to meet the kids and she's staying in a hotel and the wife, ex-wife totally blindsides her and shows up and you find out, this is where I lost a lot of sympathy for the ex-wife because she straight tells her that she trapped, um, Creed into marriage with a, with, by getting pregnant with their oldest Cara that she knew that Creed didn't love her and that there was someone else and that she, and that she, he was going to leave her. So she got pregnant off her purpose because she knew the type of man he was that he would offer a ring. Okay. So then they had another kid and he was good and he is faithful and everything. But then on Sylvia's birthday, he always got drunk. Right. And finally one day he, she got him to confess what was going on and how the kids are named after her kids are named what him and sylvie wanted to name the kids and that's when she filed for divorce and she's remarried now but she like still like creed is like i guess her love of her life or whatever and so um sylvie pretty much tells her like you know this isn't my like you and creed deal with you and creed like don't put me in the middle of this but i think you know and i know that it's not cool to do that right so the truth comes out about that you know and i think creed probably always knew he just like, what you gonna do about it, right? He did say that he was very glad that they got divorced before he met Sylvie because he would have hurt her a lot, a lot more if he, because he said, if I would have found you and, like, known what happened and we would have found each other again, like, I would have, like, all bets were off, pretty much. So, that happens, and then, uh, they go back and they start, they finish up their job and stuff, and then she says she's gonna move in with him, so she moves in with him. And, uh, he says he's going to make all of her dreams come true and that she wants babies and they can start making babies and stuff. And the one thing I really love about this book is that like, they're older, but he does, he, they have like four kids together. He says that he will give her as many babies as she wants until health wise, it's not safe for her because he won't risk losing her to have a child. So they end up having four kids and a dog, even though he doesn't want a dog. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like a really, I, I really love this book. It's a great, like it, it breaks your heart and it like care, like it really does. It like breaks your heart, everything they had to go through to get to each other, like get back together and find each other again. But their love is so strong and it just, it's like heartwarming by the end. Like when you read about their like happily ever after and how hard they had to fight to get there. And then they go back down to visit where they came from because their dad, want, their kids wanted to see where they met and where their story began and uh, their dock and stuff. And so they're there and he takes some of his son's hair and he sprinkles it on her dad's grave and tells him, we won, asshole, we won. So, like I said, like, it's a really good book. It's one of, it's probably, it's a tie between this one and uh, Walk Through Fire by Kristen Ashley, which is probably, probably my other favorite. But I do, I love this book. Um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot more to say, you guys. I feel like I'm missing something from the plot, though. But in all honesty, this book is like, it doesn't feel like a slow book, but it's basically, there's not a lot of outside drama because of what happened, like, present outside drama, I should say. Because of what happened in the past. It's all about them reconnecting, learning the truth, building their relationship back up, and moving on. And that, it's so, it's just a really great second chance, like, romance. I mean, and like I said, 
I know a lot of people had an issue with the names, but, and I, I'm so surprised because I thought I would be that person to be like, oh my God, you son of a bitch, what's wrong with you? But I was not. I, I actually was like, oh my God, that's low key sweet slash really messed up. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you really loved her. So yeah, that is Cree by Kristen Ashley. This is apparently going to be a shorter episode. Sorry about that, you guys. Um, but anyways, um, next week's book is going to be April Storm by Mary E. Hanks. Um, just so giving you a heads up is Christian Romance, but it actually is a really, really good book. If you haven't read a Christian Romance novel, I recommend trying this one. Um, and then you'll let me know what you guys think. As always, feel free to reach out with any thoughts, opinions, or recs, um, on my Facebook page or on my email listed in the episode description. And until next time, I will see you later.